0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Are you ready to go back in time and talk about August? Always. I love going back in time. It's like... It's like the movie, you know, the one with the car that like goes back and back to the future. Ah, <laughs> back to the future. That's it. That's I it. feel like we need it's to have like, that.
1: like for every proper report, like a sound effect at the beginning. That's like a time warp machine, cause we're all going back about thirty to forty-five days, cause by the time we get our numbers from our people to come to you people to deliver the goods, it's been a minute. And we always have to kind of like refresh our memories of WTF even happened last month. Because
0: if you're anything like us, you're just living day to day. <laughs> yeah, time goes so fast. Also, you know, we're not fancy. The the, the, the sound <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> back in time. We're in August. Okay. So, so what things. did we do in August? Well, so many things. It's been a whirlwind of a summer. We normally hold on before you dive in, because
1: we now know that there are a lot of first time listeners to every single episode. Let me, let me just give you a brief. What are we even talking about today? So you're here for a profit report. We started these, I don't know, almost two years ago at this point, literally like two years ago, next month, I feel like, where we started talking about profit in percentages in the in, in our goal of achieving a certain profit for our business. And that has changed over the months and the years. And if you just search for the Strategy Hour podcast profit reports, and you do like a binge listen on all of ours, I think it would be an incredible journey through our business and our brains and what's been going on. But our hope here is to just kind of give you a look behind the curtain, a little sneak peek, because everyone is nosy as hell. I love it. I'm nosy. So we're here to like, kind of give you the like, the scoop, the like hot gossip, what's happening in business, but in a way that also doesn't make you feel like you get comparisonitis because there's honestly nothing worse than that. And so we kind of talk about it more in the sense of strategies or what works for us, but also for achievable percentages for you to look at your own business and maybe say, okay, based on my own numbers and based on my own goals, what from this strategy makes sense for me?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, I think it's important to say that a lot of people experienced uh-huh. a this summer because of people going back to traveling and, like, actually trying to be more intentional about taking summers off because, what you know, last year? last year was not normal. But... We did not chill. We, this summer. I was gonna say we have zero chill, but we had a lot
1: of chill last year, and so we, we bottled up the chill we had from last year, and we we're like, "You ready to turn it up a notch?" And we said yes, and we had that first yes in what was it June when we first like invested and in, in like actually. I think growing. it was like
0: late May that we yeah. made the decision, and, and then, then like we did June it. It was like the starting point. I feel like <laughs> we just like keep turning it up a notch. We made like a really important right. decision this month that we can't even talk about. But right. like, it's literally but the gonna effects change our of, of
1: June are happening, and I hope <laughs> that the numbers we have to show you for August show that. So, to kind of give you a recap, we did decided to invest in in learning some new strategies, techniques within our program or within our business to to grow. Right? We we actively decided to put intention behind growing. Which, by the way, like that's I feel like an entire episode in and of itself. Is like I feel like so many small business owners expect growth when they're not putting active attention on growing, <laughs> which is okay. Right. Like you literally do not yeah. have to do that, but don't expect those results when you're not making those actions. That's just a side tangent. But so we decided to intentionally make the actions and they happened. And through the first investment and through the first kind of deep dive into what do we want to be doing differently? How can we show it better for our members, our community, our students, our business, our team, et cetera. Uh, one of the first things that came from that were a lot of changes that we wanted to make to our membership our fastest growing membership that we've ever had in the history of having our business and we made those changes they they debuted in august and yeah. girl right they're they still popping poppin'.
0: what's a pop of? it's like a pop in that won't stop it's like a drop until drop it like <gasps> it's hot gosh i'm really bad at references today <laughs> I was trying mm-hmm, to like take it mm-hmm, back to like mm-hmm. a popular song in yeah, yeah. college failed, you know, anyway, the cool part is, I think a lot of the things we defined were going to happen starting in June. Yep. And then it was like, working towards it, Doing in like July, a beta kind of launch in July, was,
1: like, and then making it public,
0: right? In August, it was yep. like, and here you go. Like, here's all this stuff we've been working on the last 90 days. And it's really made a difference. We essentially left all the... Like didn't change. Mm -hmm. We only added to the creative shop co-op. We added to the template shop to really enhance it and rolled out some changes, um, including adding a new members only community, we added in a private member only podcast, we added one strategy call per month with your wing woman to really help you be intentional and get those questions answered. So you can implement mm-hmm. these sales and marketing tools in your business. And people saw the value and jumped on board. In Yeah, we decided
1: to make those changes, not only because we were like actively putting intention and growing that membership experience, but we also started sending out some member surveys this year. And we got some amazing feedback from our members of here's what's great. Here's what else could help me take it up a notch. And Truly, like y'all, all all of the changes that happened, everything that we dropped were a direct result of the feedback that you gave us and from what you said that you needed. And us kind of saying, okay, if this is what they need, here's how we can best show up and support that. And so thank you. If you are a shop member and you gave feedback, we really appreciate that. And we hope that you're enjoying those changes. But new members also are enjoying those changes and members on a whole are enjoying those
0: changes. Retention is up. How much? A lot, a, lo- a lot. Uh, so it's not necessarily showing in our churn retention numbers that dramatically, but our LTV is up like thirty three percent. So for those of you not familiar, lifetime value is um, essentially when someone becomes a client, student, person, <laughs> paid person, then they. Are assigned a lifetime value based on what your average sales per buyer is in your business. And to have us go up 33% in like less than three months, that is adding so much to our bottom line. And so, you know, we were seeing members staying six to eight months, and now we're really seeing that. 8, 9, 10. And we have over 20% of our membership that's been in there over a year, um, which is such an incredible sign of its continued value yeah. and how it's really supporting people long-term. Well, I haven't seen a membership with that no. high of a m- annual Me either. subscriber and base. I also
1: feel like this could kind of turn into a whole other podcast tangent, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's this right here that is literally the reason why we don't suggest new business owners starting with a membership. It's so complicated. complicated, And when we decided that we wanted to add more value, we decided to deliberately not increase the price. We did that knowing what it would quote unquote cost our business and the time that it's taking to implement these changes. But we also did it knowing the payoff. And we can do that because the the quantity of members is there. The Mm -hmm. amount of girl, and I'm, I'm saying girls and everyone listening, girl, the amount of time and money it takes our company to, to put the amount of quality resources available inside of that membership every single month would absolutely blow your mind. And it is not something that we were capable of doing year one, year two with, our resources, with our audience size, etc. The reason why we can like justify—I put that in air quotes now—justify it now is because we're not doing it for twenty members, for for fifty members. We're doing it for nearly a thousand members.
0: Yeah, and I don't—I don't say this to freak anybody out, but just to say that there yeah. are simpler yeah. options for you. <laughs> it, it literally does cost us tens of thousands of dollars a month to run the membership. Like in cost for our team, so mm-hmm. if i if I were you, <laughs> I'd really stick to a high touch signature service, and I think there are lots of options for optimizing that, but we get to serve those service based members in our community, and we love it, and that's where our gifts are best served so the shop or the co op or whatever the heck you want to call it, we really need to work on that i I'm <laughs> I feel like there's nobody's yeah. confused. Everyone calls it all the things, but anyway, the co-op the membership is fifty two percent of our revenue in August, and the funny thing is that percentage is the same even though the revenue keeps going up, which is an exciting like thing that our business is kind of like yeah, like all the, across are the board. Over. Yeah, you don't want to necessarily like totally butcher everything else, but um it it's been really fun to get there. Now, on the affiliate front, as you guys remember if you listened to our last profit report, we did a huge affiliate launch for Debsado in July, but we got paid in August. So Got a nice like little cash cushion, selves. which is good, which good is job. great. <laughs> Appreciate ya. Um, so there isn't really much to report there, because I mean we're definitely still doing the things, and we have so much content that we're pouring into that. So many things we're doing organically, but we're we're paid on a thirty day pass cycle. So affiliate dollars made up twenty six percent of our income, which is a I mean it's a real big chunk. You know we've seen it that high before, um, but usually it was that high when we were on like quarterly right. payments with sponsors, not when a
1: promotion we yeah. just
0: had monthly so like that's mm-hmm. a that's a big deal yeah. so I'm excited all essay. well a little essay. not yep. that small, it's big and mighty it's uh, our signature program brought in fourteen percent this month, and we didn't have any launches or anything extra going on there, so that was a healthy number for where we're, where we are and where we're going. The cost side of things, ads uh, costs were down. We've been mindful, I suppose is the right word. All the changes happening, and both with Apple and Google and all the stuff. And so we're not afraid to spend money on ads. That's not what it's about. But We're also also not going to let you get your shit together. (laughs) Right. I'm also not going to like
1: rely on something. If you guys want to hear the update on what is going on with iOS and Google, I definitely recommend you listen to our recent episode we had with our ads team. Um, We really, really broke it down on what does it mean and what can you do about it? So
0: normally... Our ads are about 20 to 25% of our business in terms of revenue on a monthly basis. We reinvest that much, but it's, it was closer to 18%. And I actually think that that low amount, I think you're going to see our ads percentage drop like just across the board, but it's not that we're not going to use them. It's just going to be a smaller amount yeah, it's it's, I, it's hard to explain. We're going to be like, spending more per, but less
1: overall. But hopefully make more after.
0: <laughs> Can you read between the lines? No, I, yeah. I just have strong feelings about ads and I love them. And I think they're so incredibly valuable. And they're also not for everyone. And they're also not for every stage of every product. And so like... We're using them where they make sense. And that's what I like about them. So, our cost of goods are down. Normally, I think our healthy cost of goods is around 30%. And mm-hmm. year to date, we are on the money with that. Year to date, we are at 30% for cost of goods sold, which is all our marketing costs, all our fees, all of that. But this month, it was only like 21, 22%. So, also, on I'm offended that you did
1: not wish me happy birthday at the top of this episode. Wait, what? It comes out on my birthday.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like, "It's not your birthday," and it wasn't your birthday in August. So <laughs> why did I? Happy birthday to Emily when this episode drops. God, I was like, "What did I fuck up?" <laughs> it's my birthday in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You really freaked me out. I was I'm like, sitting here I looking. know at your persona, birth- anyway. And I'm like, oh, this comes out of my birthday. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. Cogs, I feel so yeah. good about it for the year. I really think the future of our business, our costs are going to go down in terms of percentage. Dollars up for sure. Just less on the monthly basis. Now, team is like... <laughs> So crazy. Now, I can preemptively tell you that we went from two to six employees in 90 days. And uh, the team changes have been fast and furious, and exciting, and thrilling, and overwhelming, and so much work. (laughs) But I'm super excited. So, in August, we officially hired our ops assistant. And she has started and she has been learning all the things. And we did have a contractor that moved on because she opened a bridal shop and she's a wedding planner. And we were literally like her last VA client. And we'd been working together for five years. And you forget how much people just know because they're like in your business for so long. And so it's been really sad to like see Allie go and move on. But we're so excited for her and her future and what she's going to do. But hiring someone on after the last person (laughs) was with you for five years was like the biggest learning curve because it's so nuanced. Like I can't just say here's how you do the thing. Cause so much of it's not a process. It's like knowing this thing yeah. about this program that was too, two years ago. Like, Like it's like, Oh, I haven't been asked that question in like four years. (laughs) Exactly. Like I can't Mm -hmm. teach you it until it comes up and then it's going to change every single day. This is a
1: prime opportunity. If we were this tech savvy, or if we actually had like an actual producer of this show, what I would want someone to do is someone to come in and do an audio montage of all the times I said, we would never hire employees again and put it here. (laughs)
0: well that's true because she was one of the first official Uh employee changes um and so (laughs) remember when you said this funny 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 (laughs) want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business so emily is i this is just a thing i've learned over the years it took me six years to learn this but and then they change emily has strong opinions (laughs) and until she doesn't i have i'm very (laughs) um, steadfast in that opinion
1: for as long as i have that opinion (laughs) (laughs) but she will literally say the word i'll say it again about something right now that i know i'm gonna change my
0: mind about i don't care So I have moved personally, I've moved to the camp of never say never about basically anything in my business, because in six years, how I felt about certain things, or my willingness to do certain things or invest in certain ways or whatever, like it has just grown and evolved and changed. And I've changed and my life's changed and my house has changed. And like, you know, all of those things affect the decisions you make on a day to day basis. But intentionally growing our team so fast and with so many employees is like mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. radical. <laughs> and I feel like so i my mom dude. by saying radical. Um, <laughs> I do
1: feel like it's, you know, a- again, it's in one of those, it kind of goes back to well, we brought this up a couple of times on various episodes this year where we've really gotten back in touch with our mission and our values and why we're even doing all of this. And I I saw a post by a friend of ours in a group that we're in recently who talked about how much she freaking loves her team and how we know in this industry, I feel like there's like some kind of like a little bit of bragging rights a little bit when everyone's like, Oh, I don't have a huge team. I don't need a huge team to reach like 75 kajillion dollars. And it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If you've got that and you've got the systems, I love that. But I think for so long, I like it's not that I was like, oh, I can do it myself because I didn't want anyone's help. I will literally take everyone's help. I am that person always. But it was just like this weird, like, it felt like a lot to manage and not just manage people, but like logistically, like manage your project management systems need to work a little bit differently. Your communication systems need to work a little bit differently. Like there's a lot of things that, yeah, we do differently now because of the team and because it's growing, there's things that we're going to be doing differently in three months because of our new team members. But I've learned now to look at it as a very exciting foundation to help the impact and help the mission and, and goals that we actually have. And it feels good to to have someone else in our industry who's like just as passionate about making a bigger impact because her team is there to support.
0: Right. Well, it's funny you say intentionality because I feel like that was this theme. Uh, so I got away I recently and got to see my best friend and her baby and... We just, we were talking about friendship, which is like follow up to the friendship episode that hasn't come out yet, which is unfortunate because it's a really good episode and you need to listen to it. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, we were talking about intentionality and, but I think so much of the business in the past, I like let the business happen to me. And I feel like we've made so many more choices this year. Like. We realized, I mean, for sure there's things out of your control. Absolutely. There's been things sure. that happen this year that were out of our control, but we really focused on how can we make choices and then literally make projects and decisions and tasks and like assign mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. the initiatives to back up the things we say we're intentional about. And, It's been cool because I think there's, it's really subtle stuff, but, you know, having a clear job description and then like making sure the people are clear on their job description and then having the project management system back up the things we say we want them to do. Like, it doesn't sound that hard, but like when you're just running all the time and moving forward all the time, you have to set aside time and energy and resources to well, stay true to the things you say, because it's not just right. like, and the I decision think it it is for so long you and
1: it. I, you know, we're told by, by books and people and, the other everything, have your SOPs and get your SOPs and lock down your SOPs and outline your SOPs and have your handbook and the binder and whatever. And we tried, we really legitimately tried and we we're like, cool, we did it. And now it's, it's, it changes in a week, it changes in a month. And what's the point in doing all of this work? So I think we just like said, SOPs weren't for us for so long where it's like, we don't need them because they don't work anyways, but there is a happy medium and there is a hybrid there. And there is a a template, a structure that you can come back to for a lot of things in your business that you might not realize. And it is, it is actually dreamy.
0: (laughs) I knew systems and processes were my favorite thing, but I think just the last three months have just like illustrated the fruitfulness of like setting them up and like, even if it is going to change 30 days from now, having a, a beta version of a process and then editing to meet how your team works and how people operate and how people like, like, cause people are different. People affect how you run your business. People change how you communicate. You have to be mindful of how people learn and how people observe information and how people run their day to day but your systems can be designed around those things and i don't know i'm just really excited and that i i think you guys are going to continue to see oh they were yeah. joking about yeah. growing like this was this was something they did or they decided and then they did and then it became true because they did the things they said they were going to do like it's uh, well, just another it's thing exciting. that we set
1: up this year so This year, this month that we're talking about August, I'm going to just like briefly say and then Abby's going to be like, here's what she actually means. Okay, so UTMs literally don't even know what it stands for. It's some sort of tracking. You Maybe it's unique tracking metrics or measurements or something like that. I don't know. But it's basically like all the gibberish you see on a URL, right? Where it's like the numbers and the hashtag and the percent sign, whatever. That information, you can decide on your own links, like what that information is, so that when you read it, it actually tells you something. So you can see the conversion rates of different pages or Products or literally any post, anything that you can put that link on within your business. And so we had someone on our SEO team help create a dashboard for us, a UTM dashboard, so that we can begin to see the actual conversions of the actions we were taking in our business, which has been like the theme of the year, right? Where it's throw fire on the things that are already working, like that are working. Make sure you're utilizing the things you're already spending your time doing to the fullest effect. And so we. In- integrated this, started this in August and have been relying on it since then.
0: Oh, it's so exciting. Like just, I got some initial data back. So here's, here's did you, did what, you look up what it stands here's, for. Tell me here's exactly what Emily said would happen. I'm going to Google it. No, I don't know what it stands for. I tried to, I tried to Google it and like, there's a many different versions of what it could mean, but what she said is true. It, it, essentially they are parameters that are just short pieces Urchin of code that are added to a module to provide.
1: It's that's what Google says. Maybe that's what Economic Times says. Okay, snippets of code attached to the end of a URL that measures the effectiveness of digital
0: marketing. That's basically what I said. All right, all right. Well, I've literally never seen it spelled out. Urchin. Oh well, it is. It is what you said. It doesn't matter what they stand for. It just matters what they do. You know, you know, UTM's are only as helpful as how you can interpret them, right? And so, it is a ton of work to set up, to, and and obviously, it depends on the volume of content you're producing. You know, if you have you only have
1: like two blog posts, so it's super easy.
0: Two blog <laughs> posts a week and two <laughs> podcasts a year, <laughs> and and then we. You, the thing is, the UTMs change based on where you're sharing it. So we have a different link for the same podcast on Facebook and Instagram and, and email. And it's a lot. It's a lot to manage. But Jared, our marketing manager, has really been focused on onboarding this across our marketing mediums with our SEO team. But the cool part, the part that actually lights me up and gets me excited... so. Jared can dive deep on, okay, this link and this email was like the, the most clicked item yeah. and this led to actual results. But what I'm excited about is, is looking at it from a much higher point of view. It's two things I really wanted to accomplish with this project. One, what mediums are actually providing the most results? You know, we're spending all this time producing content. And then we're sharing it on all these different platforms. And we're writing emails about it, sharing it on social, and then we have organic and all this stuff feeding into it. But who cares if it's not, if it's not working? And so what I wanted to identify is what is working, what is providing results, because I will, you will see, and it might be a little painful to the outside world, but we might cut off full limbs in our business. Like make one right, really, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Later, one later. like strategic decisions that seem radical, but I am so mindful of how much time some of these things Cost our business, and we have a finite amount of time based on the amount of people working in them. And if I can better utilize their time somewhere else or have them like pour fuel on a fire that's already working, you best believe I'm gonna make that decision. And so, I don't think this is a strategy that is required or necessary for the majority, at least initially, like this is like when you're running a business in the millions, I would say like, I really don't think this is because there is a
1: phase one of doing it where it's kind of hacky, like it's not going to be, yes, a, a complete unique URL. But I mean, you could make it a bitly, you could make it a different link. Pay, uh, slash something on your website, and you know that you're sharing slash whatever on this channel and slash whatever on that channel, and you could look at your actual website traffic, there are ways that you can you can work around this and get the same information if you've just got a handful of things you want to track.
0: Right. So you might not do it for every piece of content from every platform. But you might look at a couple of things and just say, Oh, well, and, and most of this starts out as just looking at the unique analytics on each platform individually. This is just like marrying all the analytics into one giant hub. And especially since we have so multiple long. websites. I know. I know. If I if I could tell you the amount of times I told Emily, yeah. I just yeah. this yeah. freaking number. <laughs> and she'd be like, I know. And we just need someone to build it. And anyway. Long story short, it it finally happened. I cannot tell you how excited I am. Like little things, and I I won't tell you what because it it's it's literally unimportant. But I can tell you, we compared two of our strategies, and one is given in the same thirty days in August. One has seventeen x more results than the other, and both of them cost our team money and time. If if that (laughs) one, doesn't get its act together? Yeah. It is definitely getting the chopping block. And it might feel a little ruthless, but I don't care. I want to know what's working yeah. and invest our time and energy there.
1: We'll let you know in the future what it was.
0: <laughs> We're giving it another month. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. All right. Well, I will just hint at this and then kind of wrap up the episode, but I did send emily a message about this one thing that i was a little facebook
1: message she goes watch this what do you think
0: and to say (laughs) it changed some things would be an understatement yeah Mm -hmm. i i
1: wish we could say more (laughs) literally at this point it wouldn't even make sense to you but it
0: is coming so soon No, it wouldn't. Like when you listen to this in T minus two weeks, you'll hear about what? something and you'll be like, wait, what? It It's going to change the game. And I'm so excited and so ready. And it feels like, I'll tell you what it feels like. I won't say what it is, but I'll tell you what it feels like. I wrote down a list of where I saw our business in five years. And I thought so many of those things weren't possible until a million other things fell into place. And shockingly, surprisingly, in like true like merriment, like all of these things came together in a really fun and exciting way that I hadn't even really thought about. But it achieves the same goal in like Literally, like instead of five years, like literally in a couple of months. And so I can't wait to serve people on this whole new level and really dive in. Anyway, to get into a couple more numbers and to wrap it up, our team, which I somehow skipped over, was 30% of our revenue in August, year to date we are crushing it in my opinion because we have hired fast and mighty, okay? And so it could be really easy to over-invest here and like scale too fast, but year to date, we're at 32%. I would love for it to be more like 25, but like to be scaling as fast as we are in the hiring department and have it only be that is like so big to me. And then this thing, this coaching, whatever we did invest in this other program, which I'm not gonna get into, but it was ten percent of our cost this month. But if you look at it over the year, we're really only investing about three percent into like coaching and like outside courses and 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 honestly, that yeah. feels like nothing like it's just. It's a drop in the bucket for all the things it's brought us so far. Right.
1: And I think that that's, that's honestly the better way of looking at it because in the past, and I know a lot of people do this too, of like before making a big investment in something like it feels big, it feels scary. It feels like a lot for that day, that week, that month. But if you really pan it out for that quarter or even that year, you're like, oh, this is literally a drop in the bucket. And if you're confident in the thing and have a great relationship with what you're going to get out of it, then you're going to be in a good place.
0: Right. Absolutely. So, and I've said it once, I've said it a million times, invest Mm -hmm. in solutions, not band-aids to your problems. And I'm just really proud of us and proud of our team and proud of where we're going and proud of how we're serving our students and clients. And I, I'm just so excited for the next phase. We did have our best month year to date in terms of revenue numbers, which I'm not going to tell you because it doesn't matter. (laughs) But our profit was 33%, which is really healthy. And we are intentionally choosing to invest more than we have in years past. So our profit year to date is only about 17%. But well, yeah.
1: And remember, guys, like we we were also intentional about being very willing to let go of our original 30% year to date profit percentage in margin <laughs> what other word am I missing here because of how the business is growing and because of what we knew we wanted to be like if you're making more and more money that percentage of that profit like there sometimes there's no reason for that big amount of profit
0: to be left over yeah and that that literally just only makes sense because of where we're at like right it, for you guys you I would, might be at 98% profit. You could be you absolutely could, crush it. You could be at such a high percentage. I think once you start hiring a team, you know, 30% and up 30 to 50% is really great and something to really look forward to. And then once you're over that, like, multi million threshold, then I mean, and you may never be and that's totally fine. Like, the profit percentage just can go down so dramatically because then it does become more about dollars um, because the, the percentage is not a very accurate representation of the health of the business. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> me
1: too. Um, I do felt like we were a little elusive to some things, but just because some things aren't finalized or buttoned up yet, we, we cannot wait to share them with you. And I hope that you guys know, as soon as we can, we will share everything we, we can behind the curtains. If you have any questions about anything we covered specifically here on the show, we would love to continue the conversation over in our DMs on Instagram at boss project. Ask us anything. We literally have no filter. We don't know what that means. So don't hesitate to get nosy in our DMs and ask away.
0: Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership